0: the lark to spar trolls and charge tolls to cross roads bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest and stores legendary items with the dragon bones and
1: iron ore. it's a grand theft of Mount scrolls simon's quest with toe and earl the shoes to ever clue easter eggs and gaming news the botus need some bad dudes to crash a crew like bandicoot all shit and gaming and glitch control issues control issues well yes yes y'all yes y'all yes Yes, y'all
2: well this is control issues I am the AMC
0: and this is a dub you can find us at control-issues.com that dash is a hyphen let it be known you can also go to your podcast provider Look for control issues, find control issues, subscribe to control issues, download control issues, rate control issues, review control issues. You can also go to twitch.tv slash control issues pod. We put up gameplay videos every so often for your viewing pleasure. And you can head on down to the local Twitter. My control issues is the handle. Get at us.
2: Yes, yes, A-Dub. Yes, yes, y'all. We are back. Yes. We are healthy. Yes, yes. I got all the toilet paper. For now. (laughs) 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 I ain't shit nowhere
0: but my (laughs) house. Oh, yes. I ain't sitting on no toilet seats. (laughs) 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 Trying to sneak sneak it in (laughs) any way they can. Yeah. It's a sneaky little Mm -hmm. disease. Mm
2: -hmm. A-Dub. But with that said, what have you been playing?
0: Well... I called an audible. I sent you a text. Mm. You know they don't know, so we're about to tell them. I decided it would be a good time to give in to my desire to see what the hell was going on with Torchlight Two. Mm. Yes, went on the PSN store, the PlayStation store, bought it, and got into it. Ready to reviewed it. Ready to reviewed it. Subscribe to it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I got it. I started my character. To be clear and upfront, in the back of my mind was this just thought of things. like pe- I've seen people talking about Torchlight 2. I've, he- I've heard good things. But one of the things that some people were saying was that oh, it's better than Diablo 3. It was like, okay, <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> and yeah, I got into it and then it- it, from my personal perspective, I must say, not better than Diablo 3. Now, with that out of the way, I was able to play the game, enjoy it for its merits. I think I've, I'm in the second area now. I've gone from the the first area completed the first couple of main quests beat the first couple of bosses i think the game shines more when you're fighting against elite enemies and boss types because with their different kinds of powers a different kind of reach you can really embrace the movement and the cadence of battle more than if you're just fighting against normal enemies excuse me (laughs) but yeah um (laughs) the game
2: is boring you just talking about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh i I started i made a wizard character and one thing about torchlight 2 that kind of grinds my gears i guess (laughs) is the proper phrase for that is it's a little bit of an unguided missile so I'm playing the game. I've played these type of games before. I understand it. I know the mechanics. I know what I'm able to do. However, Torchlight doesn't really help in, you know, giving me the information necessary to make the most out of my run. So, for instance, with the wizard character, you have three schools of magic. You have the fire school, you have the ice school, and you have the lightning school. And within each of those tabs is a list of spells each of those spells and abilities has, like, 15 ranks, and a lot of the abilities have tiers. So what happens is that as you're ranking up the spells and abilities, not only do they get more powerful, but when you hit a tier, which is, like, every five... So they have 15 ranks. There are three tiers for a lot of the, the abilities. When you hit a tier, you get a new, like condition for that particular ability so i have something called the the flames the flame hammer or let's just call it that and you swing a big ass flame hammer in an arc it hits all the enemies within its range it stuns them it has a high chance of causing stun damage and then the tier one ability for that once you rank it up five times is that it has a 25 percent chance to break armor in the game there are some enemies who have armor or they have shields and it's absorbing damage until you break their armor or their shields and then that's when they start taking the real damage so it's a it's a useful ability and I'm starting to see the utility of different spells as I'm ranking it up but that's something that I didn't learn until like 30 levels into the game and I don't think that's the way you're supposed to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but overall I, I like the art style I like the style of game. It's a very good example of the style of game that it is. trying that it is. Um, I just wish that it held my hand a little more, at least in letting me know about the various systems and what they do. Like, I didn't know how gems worked in the game. So most gear that you're going to get is going to have gem sockets on it and you're picking up gems as you're playing the game. I didn't know that once you put a gym into a socket that it's in there. Like you gotta and then you gotta go to the gym guys and you have two options with the gym guys, who I didn't know were gym guys, they just showed up in the base camp, which I never go back to because you're able to send your pet back to the the merchant in order to sell off your your inventory and then your pet comes back with your money it's a good dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a
0: good dog but they don't tell you that i get back to town it's like oh there are gym guys here now weird so and then with the gyms it's like you have the choice you can either destroy all of the gyms within a piece of equipment so that you can add new gyms or you can destroy the piece of equipment to get all the gems back mm. i like that little that little risk involved there it makes it a little spicy <laughs> i mean, overall i am enjoying the game like it's i was telling amc during the pre-show when we were watching my hero academia is that it's i don't i don't like it but i enjoy playing games <laughs> <laughs> and it's like i don't i don't have any kind of ill will or bad thoughts toward the game i am enjoying the experience i don't care about the characters or the story i just want to smash shit and get loot you sound
2: yeah. like the person was complaining about division yeah i don't care the story's weak
0: <laughs> yeah but like i'm not holding these things against the game because the gameplay loop is fun i enjoy the loot i as i figure out more about the various mechanics in the game that the game should have really told me about on its own <laughs> i'm learning to extract even more enjoyment out of the game it's it, there's certain quality of life things i think it could do better even the hit detection we were talking about earlier it's it's uh, like maybe because i'm a range character and not a melee character but the game doesn't really track the enemies that well so or even the objects that you're supposed to interact with like there there are a lot of breakables in the game and you can go up and it'll say you know crate and it'll have an x button prompt i press the x button prompt my attack goes past the crate does not touch it (laughs) what the fuck press x again same thing press x a third time oh that one hits (laughs) so like you gotta find the sweet spot there it's it's got little glitches and things sometimes like my attacks don't register at all i just press a button and nothing happens sometimes my character just walks toward an enemy and launches an attack instead of just doing it from where they're standing it's a little rough around the edges but like i said I do enjoy playing it. I come home. I turn it on. I end up playing for several hours. I'm moving the story ahead. There's a lot of game to enjoy there. I don't think that I'm going to run another class. I'm probably just going to finish it out with this character that I have and move back to other things. However, it's it's fun. It's, it's at this weird cross-section of like, this could be better, but it's good enough. <laughs> ah, well torchlight too but amc (laughs) what have you been playing
2: uh real quick did you um play any of that division two update with the um preparing us for the warlords in new
1: york
0: uh not enough to be able to note the changes like i think i got into it for a couple of hours not realizing that the updated went live and i didn't i wasn't paying attention i was just playing division two for the core division two experience but i will be getting back into that once i'm done with Torchlight two,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know there are other things that I need to play. I still have Overland. Um, I might be getting back into Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, season twenty of Diablo three just started. There's there's a lot to do. Um, I mean we we got release dates for games that a dub has put money down on, which I normally don't do. Uh, we've got release dates for games that I never thought were coming to console. We got a lot going on. Yes. So um
2: that's for me. I've been playing a I put in some work on Octopath Traveler. Said, it, work. it took a minute to I'd say progress because where I left off last week I was near the end of the chapter two story of the merchant character in the game and I got to that boss battle. And the first time I went in and pretty much It was me figuring out the weaknesses of the boss, then figuring out the orders of attacks and all that stuff. All that to say, maybe 40 minutes into the fight, I realized I don't stand a chance at beating this character, this boss, uh, the way I've attacked it or approached it, so I quit. So then I hop back in, play again, second time. I'm going through. Fighting him, I'm starting to figure out certain things with my characters, and um, still not enough to beat the boss. So the the boss, the situation with this boss is that it's him and two henchmen they'll have pretty strong attacks um the toughest thing about them is they all have uh a possible attack where it attacks everybody on screen um and so and it's a very strong attack which leads me to a phase of am i going to heal am i going to try to weaken them so i can make them vulnerable so that they lose an attack for the next round um so it's like figuring all of that order of attack shit out and so i lose the second time again So the third time I come back Mm. and it's like, all right, this time, if I don't win, I'm going to have to switch it up. Um, And I'll explain all that to explain this. Um, So I'm in there and I'm fighting and the thought process is I need to heal. Well, I do have a a character that's not part of my party right now who can heal everybody who has like a mass heal um, spell. Didn't bring that character because I wanted to use the other healer who's he heals, but he also can make medicine, that can also heal That will come into play later um, And I'm not sure about like How your style of um, Team building comes to when you have Like a an rpg where you it's squad based and you have multiple characters you can really choose how you want your team to be because some are going to be left off but usually in these games i go heavy i have like a central healer and then a bunch of other attack people who kind of keep the healer uh safe and protected while the healer is then healing them and letting them get off attack so it's kind of like death by a thousand cuts situation while Mm -hmm. just the war of attrition is just going on with the the battles And so um, I figure as I'm going into this third one, all right, well, you know, I'm just going to change my approach to this game now. I'm just going to have my main protagonist and I'm going to have that masculine with me at all times. And then the other characters can kind of just swap it in and out. But then during the second fight, I start to learn some new abilities that at least I start to play around with the characters that I do have on my squad and really... Get in touch with their abilities to see how i can capitalize on them and one character um the character that can summon beasts she has an ability that can move any enemy to the back of the line in the uh in the um on the turn so it's like oh shit like so uh, a thing with that battle was the boss. He had one of those things where it would say like he's he's building up an attack, and so you know like in the next phase, if he gets off his attack, it's going to be super punishing,
1: devastating.
2: Yeah, and so you have you have to basically figure out how to hit him with enough um, focus on his weaknesses and if you get enough attacks on his weakness then it basically puts him in a vulnerable state where he doesn't where he loses that attack now and so i uh, i've i figured out that i had this ability to move the uh, characters to the back of the lines which then gave me more opportunities to get off attacks to then make him vulnerable so that changed things big and then the other one that really turned the tide of the battle is that my uh healer the one who can create medicines I was playing around with his ingredients and I realized that I had a couple of ingredients that when combined together can do a mass heal and a strong mass heal Mm. so the moment (laughs) I figured that out I was like oh it's on motherfuckers Mm -hmm. so yeah it took four times on the fourth one figured it out and then just kind of handed it to the boss without having to leave the entire area change up my party and then fight my way back to the boss in order to come back with just an overpowered team so happy about that because it got me to really get outside my comfort level and really try to just work with what i have as opposed to just sticking to one style of play so that was my experience of octopath travel this week A dub. let's get into the topics of the week topics of the week. week oh we could go so <laughs> many ways but um let's go with the big one that we're most excited about A dub, what you got from that samurai game
0: well A new trailer is making the rounds for Ghost of Tsushima. It's a story trailer, and we've gotten the most pertinent piece of information about the game to date, which is the release date. Um, Expect Ghost of Tsushima to hit the shores June 26th.
2: Damn, I thought it was going to be a next-gen game, eh, I thought it was going
0: to be a (laughs) cross-gen PS5 launch time (laughs) at AMC. (laughs) (laughs) What's Sony doing? They got nothing to show. They're holding it back. The most interesting thing about that, with games such as The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, Dreams, all that hitting before the launch window of the next console, is that if they're letting these things get out the door without using them to market with their console, they must have something in store for that ass. Mm. (laughs) We already seen Godfall, Mm, Looter, Slasher,
2: that God body,
0: God body, the game. you go to the gym every day
2: (laughs) yeah um it's pretty crazy too because with that um with the so with the delay of the last of us 2 um there was a lot of speculation like oh this means like gosushma
1: is not going to come out for a long time Mm.
2: (laughs) next thing you know it's like if if
0: one
1: first party studio can't do it none of them can (laughs) yeah
2: like they're just going to eat each other's cells. there's no way they put out these two games so close together games are coming out within a month of each other
0: yeah Um, that's huge what may and june just stacked i completely forgot that the last of us two was coming out may
2: may 29th goes to tsushima may uh june 26th
0: (sighs) like uh, literally a month apart Um, damn am i gonna be trying to hunt down dina (laughs) and then killing mongolians
1: (laughs) (laughs) within a month
0: of each other that's a lot to process you saw the. We watched the trailer earlier. What did you think about what you saw? Are you invested in the story and the characters at all?
2: Yeah. If anything, I felt like I'm more into it because at this point, um, didn't really know much about the the main protagonist, and it was nice to see that emotion coming from him. Like, just that... It all could have been just summed down to, like, one part where he's... that He's um getting, like... That moment where he's like, you're losing your way! And they're trying to, like, shake him and, and slap the sense into him. Yeah. And then he's like nah, I'm getting my revenge. <laughs> They're going to no, pay.
0: No, you lost your way. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, that moment all, like, that right that right there was all, like, the characterization I needed to know about this character and really, like, get behind him and know that is he's on a revenge mission.
0: He made that Malcolm shift by any means necessary.
2: <laughs> yeah. So clearly, like, something went terribly wrong on the shores, and then they lost D-Day, and now they got to fight back and
0: hold him off. Yes. Uh, I, I'm utterly floored by the high level of production value that's gone into this game like when people make the, the oh, it's a movie game kind of comments this is one of the few games that fits that mold like I don't when I was watching the trailer whenever I see any kind of marketing for this game it doesn't even look like a game to me it looks like just an epic like seven samurai like type just film like it they went over Above and beyond with what they're doing with the visual effects, the motion capture, even the performances of the characters is just so powerful and impactful. The camera angles, I mean, just so many iconic scenes when I one of the remarks I had after watching the trailer was how moody the weather system is. I've never seen a weather system in a game throwing so many different elements at you simultaneously there's there's heavy winds there's light drizzle and rainfall there's leaves fluttering about in in the wind so you're just seeing them take these like abstract beautiful paths. I mean it's the act of just standing still in that game, there's no stillness. Your cloth is moving, the the leaves and the trees are moving, the fog is rolling. It it looks unbelievable. So I'm extremely excited. A dub has pre-ordered the collector's edition. I'm very excited for that. I think it's got like a it's got like a, a symbol on a scroll the fabric scrolls got that steel case. You get some in game items. But one the one item I'm most excited about, other than the game itself, is the face mask and the stand. It reminds me so much of the samurai museum that I went to in Japan a few years back. And I actually I have a picture of a face mask from that museum and that face mask just reminds me of that. So it's some fond memories. Of a beautiful country, I wish I could go back to soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm extremely excited for Go tsushima It's going to be one of the few games that AMC and A Dub are going to have in play simultaneously. So that will be some eventful discussion for several weeks.
2: Yeah that that announcement, that release date was kind of like sealing the deal for me. Like I immediately texted you, just like yes yeah, so this. Kind of seals to do that I will not be playing Last of Us 2 at launch. Um, we got other games coming up that we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. And then um, with that, I'll probably be playing those up until when Ghost of Tsushima drops. So that just pushed basically my, ter- my timetable of when I'll play Last of Us 2 because... Go to tsushima i didn't even need to see the trailer to just know that like that game's going to take priority of anything i'm playing in that moment so mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of try to just clear the table not try to get into anything that won't that i won't be upset with taking a break from because when those samurais hit my shores i'm gonna
1: be fighting anytime. you're gonna be hitting back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well what was i gonna uh, like
0: I also appreciate the marketing that they're doing with this game. The way that they've been presenting it is more from a cinematic angle and less from a, a gameplay perspective. And I know a lot of people who it's a video game, they should be showing the gameplay. But you don't you you don't want to spoil your dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't wanna eat the cheesecake before you finish off the steak and the broccolini. You wanna sit there, you wanna you wanna have surprises. So I appreciate the marketing in that they haven't shown a lot of gameplay because there is a significant difference with the original gameplay trailer that they've shown and the game as it is now. They've changed the camera angle. It's lower and tighter on the on the character, so it's more cinematic, oh it was so cinematic. <laughs> only Sony only makes one kind of game. <laughs> but yeah, it's lower and tighter, which actually makes the combat Especially with how deliberate and paced a samurai duel is, it makes it stand out and pop more. So, yeah, I'm very excited to finally get that game in my hands and be able to assess the systems and the combat system for myself rather than being shown what everything is beforehand.
2: Yeah, um, building off what you are saying, uh, a lot of this game, or at least a lot of these trailers leading up to the release of this game, have just been about setting the tone. And if anything, that's kind of... The mindset that, like, I'm glad that they're creating a mindset to approach their game with so that when you go in and you start getting the gameplay and all that stuff and you really start getting down to the technicality of um, playing through the game, you'll already be in that frame of mind of how the game should be played and how you should approach situations because you're just this badass samurai who's also stealthily taking down these these mongol hordes so it's just like it just puts you in the right mindset of how to be that badass and so that's all I really need because for me that's like anything like you know that I'm a shoe in for a samurai game, and so now it's like they got the tone right. And when I sit down and play, it, hopefully they have the gameplay right. But I'm I'm already there. They got my
0: money. I I just want that first duel with the slow steps to the side, holding up the <laughs> swords, sizing up the enemy, and that first like ching ching <laughs> Oh, that first exchange just to see the I just want to see the blocking animations. I want I want to feel like the weight. And the swiftness of the attacks. Oh, I was just thinking about it. It's like thinking about firing the first bullet in a new Fallout or a new GTA. <laughs> oh, that first bullet is always the one. Just that because that sound that it makes and that feedback you get from the controller, that that first one, it's like it's like that scene in Suicide Squad when um when they break when they bring dead shot out and they're like they lay all the guns out in front of him he's been in jail forever he hasn't been able to shoot guns and he just he fires that first bully he's like Woo! <laughs> and he's, he smells the chamber just the smell of the gunpowder like that's what it's like for me <sighs>
2: um yeah so we, we mentioned it earlier it's about a month after the last of us two um, last of Us 2 June 26 June 26 and you know what let's stick with that Last of Us 2 news a dub so in the next topic of the week top topic of the week we got some Last of Us TV show news a dub oh yes we do not coming from the video game corners of the world coming
0: from the media side of the world and not just from the media side of the world from one of the leaders in high quality content (laughs) that'd be hbo that's right
2: so yeah um this coming from the hollywood reporter craig mazin the creator of the acclaimed limited series chernobyl Mm -hmm. is teaming with hbo to adapt the hit video game the last of us or the the hit video game yeah the last of us series (laughs) In rare development in the world of video game adaptations, the writer and creative director of the game, Neil Druckmann, is also involved and will work with Mazin to pin and executive produce what is intended to be a series. Carolyn Strauss will also executive produce along with Evan Wells the president of Naughty Dog the Santa Monica based developer of the game the project is a, co- is a co-production between Sony Pictures Television and in association with PlayStation Productions it will be the first television series from PlayStation Productions the HBO series will cover the events of the original game which was written by Druckman, with the possibility of additional content DLC mm. based on the forthcoming game sequel The that, Last of Us
0: Part 2 that TVLC uh, yeah
2: <laughs> So what you think, A-Dub, The Last of Us series? We've we've had a lot of discussion about an Uncharted movie, and now we have discussion about The Last of Us series.
0: I feel like if anything is finally going to be that push that moves the needle past the tipping point. If anything is going to break that glass ceiling of gaming content crossing over into film and television, I think that this, by far, will be that project. Like, not only is it going to be... I feel that not only is it going to be that first thing, but I feel like it's going to do it so well that we're going to see a big influx of this kind of content. It's it's the best way to do it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know that there's the Witcher out there, people are loving that. I know that there's the Castlevania anime style cartoon on Netflix. People are loving that. Yeah, I that believe, is the shit. I believe IGN reviewed season three of Castlevania, gave it a ten. Mm-hmm. So there's that's, some hype there. That's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. They it's got perfect. Ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> the check clear. <laughs> there's no
2: load times.
0: Yeah, I know though I know those are really doing what it takes to you know win that fight but i feel like the last of us and being a an hbo thing it's it's going to reach so many people and it's going to be it's the right property and if you haven't seen chernobyl i highly recommend it i mean i need to go back and rewatch all of it because i really didn't absorb everything with just the cinematography the tone the music everything I, if you've got somebody who helmed that miniseries, making something like The Last of Us with involvement from Neil and the Naughty Dog team and Sony, I think that not only is that project going to be done justice, but it's going to be done in such a high quality professional way that it's it's really just going to change the tone for video game content in a way that... You know, we've only dreamed of since that original Super Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo as Luigi. <laughs> hey, Sonic
2: is doing well.
0: Sonic's doing well. Still haven't seen it. I'm I'm a terrible gaming enthusiast on that level.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. The way I look at it is, I mean, you look at if you're gonna make a great single play experience, you go to Sony, and if you're gonna create an incredible t- TV series, you go to HBO, and so it's for them to work with them on this tv series it makes total sense um i mean there was the uh when uh if like so when they released that what was that first that series that they released on was it playstation through the playstation store through playstation video um it was like that superhero series but i remember when oh i know what you're talking about yeah i I forgot what it's called Um, but yeah, when that was announced, I was, uh, I was excited for that. And then I remember I watched the first episode and I was, I was less excited about it. And if they were to say, Hey, we're doing the last of us series and it's going to be released through PlayStation video or whatever. I would have, I'd have definitely my questions about it. But the fact that it's with HBO, there's a level of polish now that's expected. And, a, and as you said, a level of professionalism also that you would expect to be behind it.
0: And the kind of talent and direction is is going to be astronomical. I mean, we're talking about the house that built The Sopranos and Game of Thrones and Watchmen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, The Wire. Um, the Wire, yeah, so Lord.
2: Many, yeah, so many great series
0: award-winning highly acclaimed series timeless <laughs> series yeah and now taxi cab if- confessions
2: <laughs> yeah and so if you're gonna do a video game series it makes sense that you would do the last of us and especially on a show that's like all all, all about that sjw support why not do the last of us on hd hbo
0: and to settle the arguments that are likely stewing as people are trying to figure out what that Sony show was. It was called Powers. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I never watched it.
2: Yeah, I watched one episode and I was like, there's too much fake blood. everything's messed up i'm not having it
0: (laughs) now if you guys have known me over the years you know that a Dub is not the kind of person who keeps up with television who watches like every weekly episode talking about it next to the water cooler while i'm waiting for the the hamilton beach to warm up the water for the tea (laughs) i'm not that kind of person last of us television series i'm making a night of it every night You know, depending on the day and time, I might even be over here cooking.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, I fell off of uh, Walking Dead. and But the thing is, like, I went into Walking Dead, like, oh, like, uh, I'll try to get into this. And I enjoyed it for the couple seasons, and then I just kind of fell off. Whereas this one, I'm actually, like, very excited for what they'll be able to do because I kind of know what zombies look will look like on the screen, but I don't know what like a bloater is gonna look
0: like. It's a like a clicker just yeah. running out of the tall grass, just running out of the trees. Its
2: face open enough, yeah, <laughs>
0: with all the that fungal deformation,
2: yeah, overgrowth. So like with all that, like I, I just can't imagine like how that's all gonna translate to the screen, and so that's just uh, another level of excitement. Um kind of do you have an idea of would you want somebody that you are already aware of, like an actor, to play one of these characters, or would you want like just all new
0: people? I mean, you could uh, Hugh Jackman, Ellen Page, <laughs> all day. You could do that.
2: Well, the thing here at this point, though, like, because how what age Ellie are you gonna go for? How like, uh, how old was Ellie in the the first Last of Us?
0: A uh, teenager, so that probably wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's still a teenager. She went from early teens to late teens. Yeah. Between one and two, and that's kind of the benefit of doing the show and basing it i believe it's based on them is that you have several years of time between both games where you just have any kind of stories that you want to tell and there's there they may even be able to address the ending of the original one and reconcile that whole loose thread without touching it in the game who knows
2: man and then If it starts out the way that uh, The Last of Us started out, just be prepared to cry in the first episode of the show.
0: (laughs) No video game has ever made me cry. Yeah. other than the last of us and it did it before before the title even splashed onto the screen it was like no what
2: yeah and what's pretty cool is we can even see like more of those like flashbacks as they said like with additional content like we could see more of what life was like as things are starting to turn um before like things just went completely shit um and yeah i just i can't wait to see those environments those lush environments Uh, just the the overgrowth (laughs) the fall of man (laughs) but yeah i mean hugh jackman would be awesome uh obviously like one of the brolins would be great um they could go so many ways with this but uh i i can't wait to see how this is all gonna look and how it's all gonna play out
0: i mean i'm more than confident they're gonna get the cast spot on because one it's hbo they're not in they're not in this to dick around (laughs) they're trying to make money they're trying to get eyeballs on their service so they're gonna do everything within their hbo powers to make that work there are plenty of people who look like joel and ellie in this world who probably have decent acting ability and if not movie magic can take care of that keep your eyes peeled keep following it control issues has high hopes for the last of us tv series hbo naughty dog congratulations on coming together to bring this project to life looking forward to it yes well
2: let's get into the next topic of the week top topic of the week a dub we have final fantasy 7 news oh yes uh one it has gone gold yes this is the remake by the way and yes. we also got uh what, what else have we got to do
0: well surprisingly we got a demo <laughs> <laughs> now full disclosure
1: Oh. oh
0: i thought we were gonna talk about the demo for a second no no
2: no let's I was, I was get into it <laughs> full disclosure that's just a, a prelude.
0: <laughs> neither amc or a
1: <laughs>
0: neither amc or a dub has played the demo but we will defend the shit out of it <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: as a demo <laughs> no nah, but yeah but let's to be absolutely clear a dub has downloaded the demo. A dub will, will play it.
2: We watched the gameplay of the demo.
0: We watched the gameplay. We have played the original game and we've played other games. Yeah. So we feel like we're qualified to talk about this topic.
2: And the, the, I'm avoiding the the demo altogether just because I know this is a game I also want to get. I believe it's coming out uh at the end of April. So yeah, this was this would have been Oh, that's the, right. Yeah. Did did they move it to April?
0: Oh, uh, you know it's I, it, it, down I think they, they did push it a month. Yeah,
2: it comes out April tenth. So this was the game I'd I'd probably be playing up until when Ghost of Tsushima releases. God damn. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm already so excited about this game. I've seen enough in previous trailers and gameplay footage that like I was gonna pick up this game, so I'm good on the demo. You downloaded it.
0: I downloaded it because I still have no solid plans of getting this game. I'm while well, I'm not Holding it against them. I'm not particularly a fan of this being released in parts. I mean, I know that's no different than, you know, telling people, hey, we're going to make an epic trilogy. Here's the first game. But at the same token, I'd kind of like to get the whole thing as a single package. So we'll see how long my willpower can hold.
2: But what did you think of the gameplay footage that we watched?
0: It looks phenomenal, especially with the boss battle taking place in stages, and you see like the battle wear on the boss, you see the environment itself change, the lighting change, you see the tactics change, you you see the need of you know jumping back and forth between the characters to take advantage of their individual fighting styles. It's it looks like they did everything in their power to Bring the classic Final Fantasy experience into the future and make it into an action game. It also shares some similarities. Time slows down when you're choosing your abilities. You can choose your limit breaks. You can miss with your limit breaks. So you need to be careful about that. It is an action game. If you just pick your limit break and an enemy's not in front of you, you will not land that.
2: What about that classic mode? What do you think about that?
0: What you what, From what you've read about it? Classic mode is exactly what I told people to be wary of, which is that it's not going to suddenly turn it back into the original Final Fantasy VII. It's still going to be an action game, except you're in less control and all you're doing is making choices. The game is the one automating all the moment-to-moment action. And further, come to find out that when you put it in classic mode, it knocks the difficulty down to easy mode. This is baby's first RPG.
2: Should I get Final Fantasy 7 or Animal Crossing? Should I
1: get Doom Eternal or Animal Crossing? Should I get Final Fantasy Remake or Pokemon Go? Should I get Pokemon Go or Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> Troll of the week. 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 Oh, why did they change it? I don't like this. Weeb shovaware anything about anything i hate everything even myself it's weeb trash a weeb of the week weeb of the week <laughs>
0: so as you can probably tell people are coming sideways at the final fantasy 7 remake demo get that d yeah man it's i i knew it was gonna happen like clockwork uh, generally the reception for the demo has been overwhelmingly positive however if you go to certain corners of the internet you would have seen just front pages flooded with hate threads about, mm-hmm. about this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one dude made a thread entitled, Did the Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo kill your hype for the game?
2: <laughs> kill your <laughs> hype.
0: He expounds upon this question by saying, In my opinion, releasing the demo was a mistake. Yeah. If I were to guess, I say it drove away potential buyers more than anything. Yeah. Even as someone who's buying the game day one, my hype was definitely lowered.
2: So all those people who complained, like, what happened to all the demos that the PlayStation 3 generation had? Yeah. Now they're saying it's killing hype. Uh, uh, Why would you give us the game before launch? It was a mistake. You should have just took my pre-order dollars.
0: People want demos just so that they can have something tangible to shit on. Like, Mm -hmm. EA put out the demo for Mass Effect Andromeda, got skewered for it. Final Fantasy demo comes out, Motherfuckers trying to spin it bad.
2: And then they complain when it's like they're only letting the influencers demo it. It's a controlled group.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's controlled the weak group. Yeah. Uh, and then someone responds to this thread. Says, kind of. The combat was just awful. And the whole time I could only think about how amazing this game would have been with the ATB system. Mm-hmm. Also, I kind of wish we got the old camera system back rather than third person view. Even though the game was in third person <laughs> i
2: just want i want to see their profiles every time i play the game
0: honestly i just wanted them to make the game pretty and keep everything the same i'm even fine with the added content but gameplay wise i wanted final fantasy 7 with a new coat of paint mm. well it was well known that you were not getting that <laughs> so why are you even in this discussion To begin with, we knew it was going to be an action RPG. We knew it was not going to be a one-to-one remake of the original game. Like, there are no curveballs here. This is all straight down the pipe heaters, like 90-mile-an-hour fastballs. You see it coming, you take your swing, or you get out the batter's box. I don't know what's going on. Next Troll says, yeah, it's a game for casuals who don't appreciate the classic.
1: (laughs) Casuals.
0: The casuals are back ruining things
2: that don't appreciate the classic
0: <laughs> next troll <laughs> says went from no interest to no interest damn, damn. next troll says well this is a, a brief excerpt of another thread where a guy asks a question why is no one criticizing Final Fantasy 7 remakes classic
1: mode yeah
0: he goes on, uh, someone responds and says, Garbage mode for a garbage battle system. Should have been ATB just like the original. Damn, that shovelware.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, next troll goes on to say, Went from low interest, might buy on a sale, to I wouldn't play if it was given out for free.
2: Damn, that hot garbage.
0: But it was given out for
1: free. <laughs> <laughs> and you played it.
0: Hot garbage last troll says i already had low hype if anything it only solidified how crap the game is going to be a stagger gauge really yeah really you you beat something up it's gonna stagger and then you beat it up some more with imp- with increased damage it's called strategy it's oh. called tactics
2: o- Octopath traveler has a stagger gauge and it's yeah. amazing
0: yeah yeah there's a stagger there's stagger in street fighter 2 <laughs> like the original stagger When you're just Whooping somebody's ass So bad Eventually they get the birds
1: <laughs> Uh huh Start
2: counting
0: birds and Then you get that free throw
2: <laughs> <laughs> And they start shaking In the corner <laughs>
0: Get that free shoryuken <laughs> That fierce shoryuken
1: <laughs> I
0: used to
2: love In that game When you could punch people And they just start Puking blood
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Multiple times In one fight Losing all your lunches yeah. That you ever ate <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I don't know what to say to people. You You got the demo. You can form your opinion of whether you're going to buy it or not. But it seems like folks are just more seizing on the opportunity to try to spin it negative than actually offering any real criticisms like you knew what you were getting you knew what this was going to be you've seen video you've seen press coverage it's not like this game is sneaking up out of nowhere you know what it is so if you're still downloading demos and playing it and you still don't like it you still think that oh it should have just been the original one dude what are you adding to the conversation like what are you forwarding what are you raising to the light of revealing truth we know what it is it's not for you Get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> and this has been an a dub minute troll of the week troll of the week Troll of the week, 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 troll of the week. Why did they change it? They should have remastered it. They shouldn't have remade it. They said it was the full game. They said it was everything I wanted. I thought the demo was the full game. They lied to me.
0: And just a brief aside. It's not on our schedule, but I wanted to talk about it. Uh, I mentioned earlier when we were making fun of people with the comparison games, like, oh, should I get Pokemon Go or Go to Tsushima? Should I get Doom Eternal or Animal Crossing? And that's actually an interesting crossover because those games are, rele- I believe, they're releasing on the same day. And something that happened is that the Animal Crossing community and the Doom Eternal community... Have formed an alliance in celebration of both of their games and you know big upping each other congratulating each other like hey you know we our games are coming out on the same day they're i they're both great games i'm on this side you're on this side but on this day we are together i thought that was awesome and what emerged from that union has been animal crossing and doom eternal fan art (laughs) it's got your girl Isabel in the doom slayer just doing cute stuff or like Isabel as the doom slayer or doom slayer in the animal crossing world doing doom stuff
2: yeah I, well, I saw him he was uh in animal crossing world like picking like cherries and like collecting material and then it was her in the doom world just laying down people with heavy fire
0: <laughs> my favorite one is like he's sh- she's got a rifle he's got his arm around her and is like teaching her how to aim and shoot i thought that was totally adorable one thing i want to see from this is hopefully the developers come together and like make some crossover content for each of the games maybe we'll get doom slayer and the uh
2: was it in the second fighters pack for smash brothers
0: yeah like even something as small as like maybe having a, an Isabel trinket that dangles off of your gun <laughs> Just, just something cute like that. Just a nod, a wink, and a nod. Exactly, acknowledgement and celebration of the life.
2: (laughs) Um, Let's get into the next topic of the week.
0: Topic of the week: We
2: have the PlayStation stores' top top downloads for February.
0: Mm, Did you get any of them?
2: Oh well, we already have one of them. Actually, that being the first one on this list, number one the most top downloaded game for February on the PlayStation store going to at a mighty $3 Tom Clancy's Division 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you don't have it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason not to get it. It's a fantastic game. It just got a significant update. It's all the season 1 DLC is free now and it's got the new expansion Warlords of New York. that's being received well. Has Great characters. You got the whole map of New York. Don't go there unless you want to stay there because you got to lick the plate before you get out Get yourself some division in your life
2: Number two Grand Theft Auto 5 stays on the list gosh darn number three NBA 2k 20 number four Call of Duty Modern Warfare all oh, the state five that hot that hot ticket game the game that was the reviewers dream the reviewers darling that dreams
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting that's good
2: yeah uh number six and i'm wondering as like the word gets more out if we'll see actually the sales i'm i want to see how it turns out in uh, npd definitely for february uh, especially a game that was in what was it in beta for a while so a lot of people had a version of that game before the, the full release number six tom clancy's Rainbow six siege seven minecraft eight Ark survival evolved people are playing that number nine assassin's creed odyssey 10 the witcher 3 wild hunt complete Mm -hmm. edition um and then we'll run through these next couple 11 hunt showdown ea sports ufc 3 ea sports fifa 20 marvel spider-man red Dead redemption 2 need for speed heat star wars battlefront 2 people still buying it star wars jedi fallen order the Forest and rounding off the list at number twenty, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yes. <laughs> Still trucking. Uh PS VR games will do the top two. Number one, Beat Saber, number two, Super Hot. It's the same two games every month. And then <laughs> it's the only two games. Yeah. Um and then free to play games, number one, Fortnite, number two, Apex Legends. The only free to play
0: games. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh speaking of uh VR games, what did you think of uh, Half Life Alex gameplay that we watched?
0: It is so Half Life that it doesn't make any sense. Except now it's in VR, so it has that whole new approach. It looks tight. It looks very tight. It looks very intuitive. It gives me vibes of like Metro Exodus insofar as how they're presenting information to you with like your health and your bullets and everything being like not a HUD, but actual elements on your character like you look at your watch to see how you're doing you look at your gun to see how you're doing there uh, and it's also doing some very creative things that i've wanted to see from vr for a very long time like she <laughs> and uh, man it's like you could pick up everything <laughs> And look through stuff. I like that you can open a box and grab the bullets inside, or flip a canister upside down and empty it out. Yeah, that it's like all
2: the contents of the of the uh, of the bucket, and then you're just grabbing what's necessary to you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you you're really in there hoarding. So that's awesome for VR. Another thing that I enjoy was with being able to pick up and interact with a very wide array of items in the game. You're also able to pick up and carry something and you could even throw it if you want to like for instance you pick up a crate there were it looked like there was no canned animation for how she destroyed the crate there was one time she picked it up and like hit it in midair and it busted and then another time she picked up a crate and just threw it at the ground yeah, just dashed it about <laughs> that one arm just lackadaisical toss <laughs> and and with that you can also throw stuff it You could throw stuff at enemies. Uh, One particular scene I saw, which really caught me by surprise, was that the character picked up a propane tank, was carrying it. There was an enemy. They created some distance through the tank and started shooting it. Shot it a couple times, so I imagine it was on the verge of exploding. The enemy then threw the tank back at the character. It was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Ah yeah the game is it's doing stuff and it's characteristically Half-Life like the barnacles with their, their tongues hanging down from the ceiling you, you can't just run through areas all willy nilly thinking everything's gonna be good and then you get on that tongue it starts pulling you in you gotta kill it before it gets you <laughs> man it it brings back fond memories of when I played Half-Life Opposing Force on my Gateway PC back when Gateway was in the game <laughs>
2: yeah i like that um it just looked like a well-made vr game like uh every now and then like there seems to be like um a a vr game will be announced and the whole joke with like in the in the beginning there were a lot of just vr experiences shovelware yeah and you're just waiting for like the full game and uh then with the announcement of like half-life it's like well how much are they really like how much thought are they really putting into this game um or are they just trying to like kind of test out what a game on vr might look like um and but once i saw this gameplay it looks like oh no, no they put like a lot of thought into this and it looks like they've it's one it's polished but two they've put a lot of thought into the design of the game and how they can make it work in a vr setting and with that like it's i'm i'm interested to like i'm curious to see how vr people what they think of this game especially like there's been a lot of talk of putting out a follow-up like another half-life game and um It seemed like they didn't want to just put out another Half-Life game. There's already so much... so much hype behind it that they there's no way they could possibly live up to the hype and so in a way it seems like this is a way of jumping back into that space without doing exactly what they did before to then um i don't know kind of come up with like a possible borderland situation where people are kind of like um this felt like more borderlands more the same even though people were super hyped to see that shit come out um yeah i like that they're going this route of um going jumping back into that half-life universe and so i'm really curious to see how people receive that yeah it's gonna be different
0: but it's gonna be the same <laughs>
2: yeah um we can round out with this unless you got anything else. Uh, this is just following up on where we were last week. We've, we've had well, at least two weeks now. Uh, we've had a lot of discussion about, um, so there's initially was a Sony pulling out of packs and then it was GDC and people were all speculating like, Oh, this means that Sony has nothing to show. And that's why they're pulling out. Well, no,
0: it means that there's the fucking global pandemic is yeah. <laughs> sweeping the nation.
2: Yeah. They're just ahead of the curve. And, uh, as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, other developers, um have all followed suit and have been pulling out and then so the news this week came that gdc which was supposed to happen in march this year has been delayed now to the summer um so there's a lot of speculation with how that's all going to play out especially with these conventions uh and especially international conventions and um i was just thinking looking ahead how do you think this do you think by e3 there's a possibility that e3 gets uh delayed if not canceled or do you think How do you think this all plays out?
0: I mean, if the number of cases keeps increasing as well as the fatalities, then I definitely see more big gatherings of sweaty, unwashed people (laughs) being postponed. Uh, I mean, yeah, GDC was taken out. uh, South by Southwest got canceled. And that's a serious blow because 2020 was projected to be a major year for festivals and conventions. And now it's... All these things are just drying up going away i think there's like mutterings of coachella possibly being canceled so yeah i i definitely see e3 being on the chopping block this year as well so i mean we'll see there are numerous ways that sony can convey this information to the public they have the state of play so that shouldn't be a big deal i mean hopefully as time goes on this thing gets under control maybe you know, we get some vaccines going. I don't know, man. It's with for me. With it's more the, of oh, just
2: yeah. uh, over the counter, like like if we can just. So we have our stuff for like flu medicine, cold medicine to like alleviate the symptoms. I think that's what I, we're waiting for right now.
0: But but toilet paper will alleviate my symptoms. Yeah, my my ass. But <laughs> my, my ramen noodles. <laughs> my ass symptoms. These motherfuckers are preparing for. Uh, the T virus to, yeah, you know. <laughs> to break out of the lab. It's like, dude, it's, it's, it's serious. We need to think about this and do what's necessary to limit its ability to spread to more people. But at the same token, get a fucking grip. Yeah.
2: It's not a, people are treating it like it's a death sentence for the entire population. Yeah. When it's very, like it's very segmented and who's really in the danger zone. Yeah. And it, so we're trying to make sure it doesn't hit that danger zone.
0: I uh, And it, in the scope of the bell curve of the people that are going to be most severely affected by this thing, it's only getting like the rope and the part of the bell that you hang from the ceiling. <laughs> like it's not even attacking it's the like bell.
2: The helmet and
1: the balls, but yeah. none of the shaft. Helmet scuffer. <laughs>
0: I had to do it. <laughs> It was sitting right there. Yes, I had to. Yes, it was a good callback. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, you got anything else a before we, <laughs> we get out of here? Uh,
0: a couple of indie game newslets. Uh, first of all, Dungeon of the Endless has finally been confirmed to be coming to the Switch as well as PS4. Yes. Uh, if you're not aware, Dungeon of the Endless is a kind of tower defense roguelike where you're one of the inmates on a prison ship that was going to colonize a, a new planet for its minerals and its wealth And instead, you get shot down by its security system. You fall to Earth, and you plunge through the crust into an endless dungeon where you have to contend with the security system as well as the various horrors that await on this planet. So I'm looking very forward to that. That'll be a day one purchase. A-Dub will tell you all about that game, which came out originally, like, in 2015, 2014. (laughs) (laughs) So if you missed it, I'll get you caught back up. Uh, Secondly curse of the dead gods i believe we look at that that's a it's another dungeon crawling roguelike looks like it has a tight action system amazing visuals and graphics that's something i believe it's in early access right now and that'll be coming along sometime later so you know that'll be another game that we'll possibly bring you up to speed about but if you want to go do your own data mining your deep diving you can do that yourself now that you know what's out there
1: Well, this is Control Issues. I am
0: the a And this is a death. We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Sucker!